Welcome to the Offer Letter Podcast, the place where real career coaches and HR professionals prepare you to answer job interview questions. I'm your host and interview coach, Michael Manzano, here to help you get your offer letter. Today's question is, tell me about a time you had to deal with a transition at work. You know, some people, they don't like hearing the term transition. Is it, it can trigger negative experiences. And if you're like me, then you probably don't really like change. But you know what? In the workplace, there's lots of transitions. It could be, you know, in your role. It could be on the team, the environment. It could even be like your pay and even your job security. Now, I know that there's lots of positive transitions as well. But today we want to talk about how you can talk about those negative transitions and know what to say without sounding like you're complaining about your past job. Today's guest is the founder of Mitch Gray Media. He's an author, he's a speaker, he's a podcaster, and he's driven by empowering teams to perform and empowering individuals to pursue their passion. So Mitch, welcome, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here today. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it, man. I'm ready to go. All right, let's dive right into it. Hey, Mitch, why do recruiters ask this question of tell me about a time you had to deal with a transition in work? Yeah, um, great question. And and my answer would be it can sometimes be a little manipulative. (laughs) Sometimes they're digging for information or gaps in uh, in in, you know, jobs. And back in the day, a gap in kind of work between jobs was really looked at it as a negative. Um, I will say moving forward, especially with the pandemic and with all of the, you know, kind of tumultuous season that many people experience, I do think it's going to look a bit different when they ask that question. Oftentimes they may going forward be asking that question to find out uh, more about your resilience, uh, to maybe find out more about what were some things that you did during that space? You know, did you increase your network? Uh, did you did you contact other companies, businesses? Did you build and create a business yourself? Uh, did you spend time blogging or creating a new hobby? And so um, they're really trying to find out again from since the pandemic, really what you did with that time and space and, and kind of measuring your aptitude and resilience uh, to that time. And so I do think pre-pandemic, that question was asked a little bit more uh, manipulative. I think post-pandemic, it's asked, asked more compassionately. But I would definitely want to highlight, you know, what you did with that time. What new uh, talents did you develop? What new questions did you come across, et cetera? Now, I, I mean, resilience really is a, a key word that you did bring up here because there are those positive transitions, but there are also like negative transitions, right? And it is important to be aware of both of those. Now, let's say it is more of a negative transition that you had. I mean, it could be, you know, a team, maybe a role, maybe a department or something like that. How honest can you be about that? Like if there were tough managers or tough coworkers? Yeah, think of think of your responses in an interview as a story. Oftentimes, let's be honest, the questions in interviewing processes often aren't great. And so you're really wanting to take those questions and shape your story and your truth in and amongst those questions. And so I would say be very honest from the standpoint of a story Now you also want to be reflective. And so you never want to place a blame. You can be honest without, you know, saying, 
my ex-manager was a jerk and treated me bad. And believe me, Michael, I've had people tell me that in an interview. And it's like, well, hold on a second. So you want to be, you want to be honest. And even if you were treated badly, you can actually reshape that truth into a story of where you learned some things, where maybe you show gratitude for that change, because if you were treated badly, you probably don't want to work there anyway. And so it's really shaping the story to where you can still tell the truth without placing blame on someone. Um, everyone knows there's blame to go around. So there's really no reason to dive into that. Just shape the story and be honest, uh, but shape it in a way that take, gives you the responsibility. If you did have a negative situation and you were treated poorly, and let's just say you got fired, you can reshape that into it was a negative experience. I didn't appreciate it, but I'm very grateful because I probably didn't need to be there anyway. And now I'm looking for a place that I align with more in my personality, skills, desire, and ability. And so now all of a sudden we took that negative situation and turned it into a place of gratitude and opportunity. And talking about resilience, uh, that is a huge sign of resilience, which is a big thing. Now, I mean, you, those are some great tips and tricks that you gave right there. Now, let's take it on the other side. What if it is a positive transition? What kinds of uh, tips and tricks and advice would you give in that situation? Yeah, most of the time people leave a place on a positive note because they're looking for more growth. Um, it is a fact that you could be leaving a company because you've outgrown them. It's a fact that you could be leaving a company because your skill set, you're ready for a new experience in life. Those are part of the fabrics of your story that you should share with who you're interviewing with. Because if you're leaving a company on a good note, the, those references from that former company are going to be positive. Um, so share, I mean, share truthfully. Hey, I'm looking for a new experience. Hey, I feel like I outgrew this company in a good way. Um, I feel like I've kind of gone as far as I can with that company, or I'm looking to use my skill set in a different manner. Um, those are all things that you should be truthful about. And, and really, again, an interview is a story process. And so share your story, share your truths in a way that shows that interviewer that you're ready to go to work. You're an asset to the company and you're definitely going to bring an energy to the table day in and day out that will make a positive impact. And that's awesome because everyone is always looking for people like that to join their team. Yes. So, Mitch, let me ask you this. How would you answer this question? Could you give us an example of a good answer for this one? Whether it's positive or negative, I would simply say I'm looking for a great opportunity. I would say um, I, I've applied at your organization for, you know, whatever positive reason that is for you. And that you're just re really ready to apply your skill set and your energy in a positive environment. And notice what I'm doing there, Michael. I'm actually giving the assumption to the interviewer that I think they're a positive company. Mm -hmm. Because in that moment, it gives them the opportunity and gives me an opportunity to look for red flags as well. Because you're not just you're not the only interviewee at the table. They are, too. And so make those responses in a way that says, hey, I'm looking for a positive opportunity. I'm looking for a great opportunity. I want to bring my skill set, my energy here. Here's how I believe it can be used daily. And their response will tell you a lot about that company and organization. Hmm. I mean, you, you talked about some red flags. Anything that might come up that as a result of answering this question? Yeah, so let's say that you're looking for, you know, a positive uh, a company to, to partner with, to work with, and a place that you can have, you know, some growth. 
And let's say they respond with, well, you know, most of the time when we hire someone, we only promote from within or, you know, normally we promote people with tenure or normally, you know, it's a long time before people can get promoted. If you ever hear anything like that, um, I would make that a red flag. But really, most red flags come in the presentation of a response. So someone could say, well, we are a positive company. I would respond with, oh, great. Could you tell me some of those experiences that are positive within your company? So then they have to respond with something. And if they don't, that tells you the story. If they do, then you just listen to how they respond. Mm, so always make sure that you understand that you're also interviewing the company as well. And you know what? They look out for your answers. So you got to also look out for their answers. I like that, Mitch. I like that. So I know you're a busy guy. You've got lots of stuff on the go. So, Mitch, how can people learn more about you and what you do? Yeah, um, LinkedIn. Just look up Mitch Gray, G-R-A-Y. Connect with me there. Twitter and Instagram, M Gray Media. Uh, our new website is recruitgreatpeople.com. And if you go to that website, we have all kinds of free resources. We have a new course, How to Hire and Keep Great People, that if anyone's interested, they could go check out as well. And you can find that on the recruitgreatpeople.com site. Yeah, and we'll have all those links on the show notes. So make sure that you check all those things out. Hey, Mitch, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for all the advice. Thanks for all the great tips and tricks that you gave to us today. Hey, I love what you're doing, Michael. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. My name is Michael Manzano, knowing soon that you will get your offer letter.